Hey everyone, I'm Mackenzie. And I'm Haley. We are two sisters and best friends, and we're the hosts of Real Talk About Feminism, a podcast for female empowerment. Each week, we release a new episode. We talk about everything from periods to current events. And different types of feminism to worse first dates. Subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts, and tune in each week. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism. I'm Haley. I'm Mackenzie. And this is episode 43. We haven't done that in a long time. No, we haven't. But we have a ton of new listeners. Yeah. We've had some feedback that our voices sound identical. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of crazy to me. But yeah. yeah, so I'm Haley. I'm Mackenzie. <laughs> and this is Real Talk. Yay, we're glad you're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's jump right into life updates. What's been going on? Okay, so. One thing that I'm very, very proud of because I made it a goal and have intentionally focused on this going into 2022 is eating way more veggies and fruit and cooking dinner more. And if you follow me on Instagram, like, I don't know if I've been sharing too much, but like, it's fun. Like after I cook a meal, like I want to share it. Like I put my blood, sweat and tears into it. I like seeing it. (laughs) Literally. Blood, sweat and tears. (laughs) But we've made some really, really good meals that are well balanced. So like we'll usually have like fish or chicken or tofu because I'm kind of like weaning off meat right now. Um, It's just kind of gross with me out sometimes. Um, And then like pasta or rice or quinoa and then like veggies, a ton of veggies. And it's filling. It tastes good. Like I feel like I'm doing something good for my body. So I love it. That's awesome. When I was not living at home, like a little basement dweller bum um just kidding I don't know basement. basement dweller bum um but when I was not living at home I was so good about um every Friday night I would yeah such a good Friday night in college go to the grocery store um wow girl <laughs> uh, but I would go on every Friday night most of the time and get my fresh veggies fresh mm-hmm. fruit and then either that night or the next night I would spend like an hour, an hour and a half, washing everything, cutting it up, putting yes. it in bags. And I kind of was inspired. I'm just like slowly starting to get back into it because I feel like I do eat pretty healthy, but it's just not really balanced. And so yesterday I got some celery, which was my favorite snack, and I need to wash it and cut it up. And But yeah, you've been inspiring me with your your meals. I really, I'm honestly impressed, like the stuff Thank that you, you. make. And Jared was telling me too, he was like, I'm so impressed that like, you're just like finding stuff in the kitchen. Like I was like, oh, we need to use this. Like I made a stir fry and just was like, oh, this is going to go bad. We need to use this. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just really proud of myself. Yeah. And it feels so good. That is good. Yeah. for you. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, I did that the other night and I was just trying to make dinner before I had therapy. And it sounds so gross, but let me tell you, it was actually really good. I made, um, like coconut ramen. (laughs) Oh I made it with like coconut milk, soy sauce, and then I I used um, white beans and corn, and so it was kind of like a spiced up type of ramen. That sounds so gross, but it was actually really good. It was really good. Good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> we were on FaceTime, remember? You're like, I just feel like such a chef tonight. Yeah, because I was like really mixing. Because I also like I don't really I'm not good at seasoning things, but I just didn't want a bland meal, and I didn't want the taste of like ramen noodles and beans. And so I was like, let's put some soy sauce in there. And the soy sauce made a huge difference. It was really good. Good. Yeah. Um, I have a life update. Um, well, I actually have two. Do you have one more? 
Yeah, I have one more. Do you want me to go? Yeah, you go. So another goal, intention, resolution, whatever, Mm -hmm. for this year is to take more like mini trips mm-hmm. and so jared and i have some places in the works like when we were in new york of course we were like okay let's name like three cities you want to go to in the u.s one international place um but we have some trips in the work for spring break for summer and so i'm really looking forward to it that's awesome i well, the more i travel around the u.s the more i realize that traveling in like the country is awesome and there's so many places there's so many places and everywhere you go feels different Mm -hmm. so that's exciting I also have a trip planned for spring break so I'm excited for that Mm -hmm. yeah I'm kind of jealous it's a connect with nature backpacking water rafting hiking type of trip yeah that'd be so fun yeah that's kind of like for spring break because it is nice to have a balance of like those kinds of trips and then like luxury or like sightseeing like you know it's fun mm-hmm. um for spring break we have loose loose plans to go on like a western colorado road trip mm-hmm. and just kind of hit up some national parks and car camp so we'll see uh, if that actually so happens <laughs> well um i went through a phase where i wanted to live in a van so i have uh, a private pinterest board of how to car camp so if you want that i'll give it to you <laughs> who hasn't done that Literally. i used to and then i was thinking about it one day i was like no, literally, like, I love my space. I love my things. I love buying stuff. Like, I, I could never live in a van. Well, I would still do it for maybe a month, but this whole... Temporarily. The, like, Gabby Petito thing really yeah. scared me. It, it honestly scared me. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Well, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's awesome. That's really exciting. Um, my life update's kind of different. Um. So I rediscovered sparkling water. And I love sparkling water. Yeah, though. I'm obsessed because um, I've been really focusing on drinking a ton of water just because it's just healthy for you. Mm-hmm. It's filling. It hydrates your skin, hydrates your hair. It's good for everything. Yeah, literally good for everything. And I always call it the natural caffeine because if you drink water when you're tired, it wakes you up. Mm-hmm. So... um Yeah, I rediscovered sparkling water because I am not drinking soda anymore. Of course, on like when I went to Nashville a few months ago, I had there's exceptions. Yeah, I had a soda at dinner because sometimes it's like you know you just want a nice drink. Mm -hmm. Um, A Coke is a nice (laughs) drink now. Um, But yeah, so there's exceptions. But I went to the garage yesterday because we're one of those families that has another fridge of drinks and so literally packed to the brim with drinks. Yeah. Um, except for now we've gotten lazy and in the winter time, we don't even put the drinks in there anymore. We keep them in the garage because it stays cold still. Living in Colorado. Literally. Um, but I grabbed a sparkling water and let's see, this one is the LaCroix Hibiscus. So good. LaCroix is elite. It's elite. And pe- honestly, people who say like, ew, LaCroix is gross. Like, no sorry you just don't have taste yeah get out and I used to think that sparkling water was like bland and gross but as I've gotten older it's so good it really is maturing is realizing that sparkling cider or (laughs) sparkling cider maturing is realizing that sparkling water is the best yeah I like trying different ones like uh when we went to Costco last weekend we got a pack of Izzy Mm -hmm. so that's what I'm drinking right now and 
there's more flavor than LaCroix, but I think I prefer LaCroix. Yeah. Yeah, there is more flavor. It yeah. kind of tastes a little bit like a doled down soda. Yeah. So a little bit. If you want more flavoring, then yeah. But so that's my first life update. My second one, to keep it short, I deleted TikTok. It's a really big deal. It is a big deal because I had about 800 drafts. And, um, you know, some of those drafts hold sentimental value. Yeah. Value. Value. <laughs> um, some of them hold sentimental value. And, but I just got so done with it. Um, I don't know if anyone has heard about the whole sexual assault scandal with Jack Wright in CNMA. You know, I don't even want to say her name. Um, but he released his video sharing his story. And I really admired his courage in literally going on his platform of millions of people. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that video got like a billion views or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, in a few days. Um, but he really just got really vulnerable and shared his story about how he was sexually abused for an extended period of time by this uh, TikToker girl who is 18 years old. Doesn't deserve her platform. No. And so I just got really upset because this whole scandal broke out and the video of her actually like groping him while he was passed out, mm-hmm. um, he that came out in April or May of 2021. It's been a while. It's been a while. And she still has millions of views on every video, millions of followers, millions of supporters. And she makes her living off of TikTok. And she's living her life in Hawaii and just prancing around on the beach. And I'm not going to support a platform that pays assaulters. Mm-hmm. it's not okay and she needs to get banned so I just got so done and I was like no I'm literally deleting it I finished watching Jack's video and I deleted TikTok and maybe I'll get it when she gets banned but honestly I didn't realize because this is the first day that I haven't had TikTok and the amount of times that I went to go open the TikTok app today I did not realize like it is an addiction it is it reels you in it, it really reels does. you in and so I was just like you know what? Maybe I just won't get it back because there's Instagram reels and sometimes it's fun to like scroll and Instagram reels is different. It's all like people romanticizing their lives and doing like collages. It's very different. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, it's so different. It's very different. But I have gone on there a few times today and it just has a different feel. It really does. And I kind of like the feel more. And so I was just like, you know what? Maybe instead of occupying my time on TikTok, I'll find other things like reading the new books that I want to read right. and just being more productive in general and like having a different way to have a brain break and not relying yeah. on TikTok as a brain break. Right. Cause it's really not like you're still just being bombarded with everybody else's opinions and like what's going on in the world. Yeah. And there's like, there's some like really unhealthy stuff on there. Like just, just to be bombarded with and like, yeah, it, it can be overwhelming. It's really overwhelming. There's so much like overly sexual stuff and like, mm-hmm. just like, sounds like it's stuck in your head it's just crazy yeah it's literally like a part of our daily lives it seriously. is yeah I think it's great <laughs> it definitely is a time waster I personally have been on a TikTok detox the past week like I went on for the first time today and mm-hmm. I set a timer literally because I didn't want to get reeled in mm-hmm. and I was on there for 15 minutes and it felt nice mm-hmm. but like the past week like at night instead of being on TikTok I've been reading yeah. or I've been like watching, I've been watching Survivor on Netflix. And so like, I've just been like literally de-stressing and not like being quote de-stressing, yeah. you know, by being like on social media. Yeah. Because that makes you even more stressed. Like, it you does. know, you see all these like creators that look so perfect and they have the best style and they're living like in these mansions, the hype house, like all of this stuff. And it's like, that makes you more stressed. Yeah. 
It so, totally does. Yeah. Like you get off TikTok sometimes and you're like drained. Mm-hmm. And I got in a really bad habit of just like laying in the dark in bed, like before <gasps> going to bed and I would just watch TikTok. And so and last night I didn't do that. I just went to bed. Yeah. It honestly is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if I will end up getting it because I've had it for like a year and a half to almost two years now, like TikTok. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm just like kind of graduated from that platform and graduated. <laughs> Yay, I moved my tassel yeah. Anyways, yeah, so those are my life updates. I deleted TikTok, which is a big thing. So mm-hmm. That is a big thing. Yeah. Well, good for you. Thank you. I feel like our life updates the past few episodes have gotten really long. <laughs> um, so let's get into the episode. We'll do the feminist highlight, and then we're going to share some tips for reducing stress. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Today's highlight is Rosa Bonhewer. She was a French painter. She was born in 1822 and died in 1899. Animals were often the subject of her art, and she credits this to her mother because when she was younger and she was in school, she really struggled with reading and writing. And to help her learn the alphabet, her mom would draw an animal for each letter. And so that kind of ignited her passion for animals. Yeah, I thought that was cute. cute. Her father was an artist as well, and he actually trained her to be an artist. She started working in his studio at 13 years old. He sent her to study art at the Louvre. Wow. That's so cool. She had already, she already had 18 pieces of art displayed at the Paris salon by the time she was 23. She had some sculptures, but it was mostly paintings. And the Paris salon is like, um, from what I know, like a a museum, like an art museum. Mm -hmm. Um, She and her sister taught drawing classes at her father's studio after he passed In addition to being a very successful artist at a time when not many women were, she also broke a lot of gender stereotypes. Some examples were she wore men's clothing. If you look up pictures, like she literally is wearing like a suit. She smoked. She rode her horse normally and not side saddle. That cracked me up. Wow. (laughs) Remember when we used to do side saddle on our bikes? (laughs) Core memory. Core memory. Many sources also say, like, I I never found anywhere that it was, like, actually confirmed, but a lot of sources said that she was an open lesbian and lived with her partner for 40 years. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's really cool, especially because those are really big uh, gender norms to break in the 1800s. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah, very cool. And if you look up her art, like, she was very, very talented. Her art is beautiful. Yeah, we, um, look out for the feminist highlight. They're um, now on stories. Mm-hmm. So we post them on the stories and we have a highlight for them. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to look at all the past feminist highlights, then we have the stories on there. But just look out on our story and you can yeah. see some pictures of her. Yeah, definitely. They're easy to click through, too, because they're just short. And mm-hmm. it's kind of fun to, like, if you need some inspiration. Just yeah, literally it. just look through and be inspired by all these wonderful women and move on with your day and man and man yeah we have one man yeah one man (laughs) well that's awesome that is really cool to know um you're like what can I ask (laughs) all right we're gonna get into some tips for reducing stress Mm -hmm. and I personally uh love these kinds of (laughs) discussions because I'm a very stressed out person a lot as I feel like a lot of people today are Mm -hmm. um and especially in lieu of last week's episode I feel like this is important to kind of follow up with and give some research and guidance yeah last week's episode if you didn't listen we talked about the stigmas with 
toxic masculinity and mental health. Yeah, how it perpetuates mental health and mm-hmm. mental health issues. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and in men specifically. Yeah, so um, it was just a really heavy episode. So we're going to talk about reducing stress and we have some really good tips for you. So let's just get into it. Um, so the Mayo Clinic has some tips that they listed that we thought were really good. And the first one they talked about was being active. And this is very well known when you're active. Um, you have endorphins. And endorphins make you happy. And happy people just don't, don't kill their, their husbands. husbands. I, that. I think I'm we sorry. both that. Um, but yeah, some legally blonde for you. Um, exercise. Oh, this is what it is. Exercise gives you endorphins, and endorphins make you happy. And happy people just don't shoot their husbands. That's right. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Um, yeah. So you get endorphins when you're working out, and you, um, it can make you happier. Right. And so they gave some examples like walking, jogging, house cleaning, gardening. I like that they said some that aren't like weightlifting, run right. a marathon, like. Right. It's just being active, like moving your body in ways that work for you, that make you feel good. Mm-hmm. So I like how they put house cleaning because like that is very active. It is very active. And I reduce stress when I clean. Yes. I am a major like stress cleaner. So I, I like that. I also like that they included walking because um, at the end of, or I guess in like September of last year, Ken's me and you were really good about working out every morning. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of fell off because November was just a hard month and that it's just, yeah, school work. You know. Yeah. There's it, just life. And so part of my, um, my goal this year was to just, you know, be a little more active, but I recognized for myself that I, I'm not going to get out there and go run. Oh, I can't run, but like, I'm not going to go to the gym. I don't like going to the gym. I really don't. And so where I'm at in this stage of my life, going on walks once a day is really good for me. And I feel really good because I've gotten up, I've moved a little bit and no, that's not like heavy weightlifting or doing heavy cardio. And I should do that, you know, to stay healthy, but walking for me is what works right now. And I'm not going to stress myself out over trying to reduce stress. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we just put too much on ourselves. Like I should work out. I should go to the gym. I know like when I get home from work and stuff, I'm like, I should go. But like, I need to listen to my body. And like, mm-hmm. usually like Jordan and I will go on a walk with Ozzy and that's great. Like mm-hmm. it's very, very nice. And if you don't want to do it, you're not going to enjoy it. And you might be a little less stressed after, but it's going to be so much to just like, cause when I don't want to work out, I'm just like, I get down on myself and then I feel bad that I didn't go after. It's like, and you, you kind of just like halfway do it. Yeah. 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 So like do whatever you're going to do and do it to the fullest, whether that's you know, weightlifting, swimming, going for a walk, doing some yoga, Pilates. Yeah. yeah. Then do whatever works for you. Right. So that was the first one. Um, I love the next one. Another tip that the Mayo Clinic gave was to laugh more. And that's just, I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, just let loose a little bit and just recognize like the fun moments in life. And that's sometimes hard to do when you're really stressed, but it's a good one. Yeah. Um, an example that I always think of, like when I hear like reduce stress, uh, I know you haven't seen Grey's Anatomy, but Christina oh, like Meredith, dance it out or whatever. Yeah, they do. They dance it out. They just like put on a song and dance it out. And oh, I love that. Yeah. When I get stressed, sometimes <laughs> like when I'm working, I'll like turn on. Uh, I'll be like Alexa, 
turn on um, Planet Her by Doja Cat. Yes. And then I, like, literally blast it, and I'm, like, typing, like, crazy, but I have, like, Doja cheering me on. Cause I it, love Just, that. like, turning on some hype music and just, like, grinding it out and blasting it up. Like, it's just fun. Yeah. It's so nice. Yeah. It's a good example. Um, another example of how to reduce stress is to assert yourself. And so this could be saying no more, managing time, delegating. And this is hard to do, especially when you're stressed, like with delegating, I think. Yeah. Because you want everything to be perfect and you want, but like, you've got to delegate sometimes. Like, that's just how it is. Like when you were in New York, you know, I worked on the podcast a little bit more when I was in Nashville, you worked on the podcast there. And right. it's just all about balancing, delegating things and communicating. Yeah. Jared's really good about this because like, I mean, we've been together for so long. Like he knows when I'm stressed and he's like, take a deep breath. What can I do? Oh. And you know, sometimes I'm like, nothing. It's fine. Like I can do it. It's fine. But he's mm-hmm. like, tell me something I can help with. Mm-hmm. And it's actually really helpful to like have that person. Cause like, I'm sure it's not just me that you're like, yeah, no one can help me. Like, I'll just do everything. Mm -hmm. But it is nice to like have somebody like have an accountability person too. That's like, if you're feeling stressed and you need help, even just to talk about it, let's talk. Yeah. 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 I think that's really good because, you know, if someone is trying to help you, we need to allow them to help us in those mm-hmm. moments and learning how it's to let hard. go of control is literally the hardest thing. It's really hard. And I don't, yeah. I don't think it ever gets easier, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's good. It's nice to have a husband that can do that for you. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Um, but yeah, so that was really like, good. Gigi, you better ask me. <laughs> Gigi, stop meowing and listen up. Um, okay. Um, another one, like we already kind of talked about doing yoga. It brings together mental and physical disciplines. Because when you do yoga, you're focusing on your breathing, you're focusing on letting things go, and you're still moving your body. Yeah, you're still yeah. moving. Yeah, sometimes, you know, it's really hard in those positions sometimes, <laughs> like holding a plane. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> yeah, so doing yoga is really good. Um, it's also really important that you get enough sleep. Yeah, people underestimate sleep. You really underestimate sleep. But like, sleep. your body literally like repairs itself during mm-hmm. sleep. So it's so, so important. This is something that I don't really prioritize but I I know like I get really bad migraines and if I don't get sleep then I get my migraines get worse mm-hmm. and so then I'm always like I kick myself after because I'm like I knew I should have gone to bed earlier and gone to sleep and now I have a migraine yeah and so yeah I don't prioritize that but I need to yeah we were just talking about this because we were saying like we're both night owls mm-hmm. and like we won't realize that it's like midnight or 12 30 and we're like oh yeah bed. yeah literally yeah. So like the other night I was stress cleaning and then I looked when I was done and it was 1145 and I was like, Oh, I should go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Okay. Another one is to keep a journal and write whatever down, literally whatever, literally anything. Yeah. I used to stress like, cause journaling is very beneficial. I've learned. Mm-hmm. And I used to be like, oh, I don't want to write like a page every night. I used to set goals. Like I'll write a page every day. Mm-hmm. And that's just not realistic for me. And so I got a really, really cute journal that definitely helps. Oh. I got a cute little journal and I write an intention in the morning every day. And then oh. just like throughout the day, like if I'm at home or like when I, at night, before I go to bed, I just like write whatever. Mm-hmm. I just like thoughts view everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's actually really nice. Well, I really like that you start the day intentionally by writing that down. I mean, I'm not perfect, but like going into this year, that was one of my intentions. Yeah, I love that. I am not good at journaling. I kind of have this same 
honestly, I would say my journal is my notes app in my phone. That works though. Yeah, but it's like random. Like I'll, on one note, I have like grocery list, Instagram caption, hashtags. Um, today I had a really hard day. It was it's like <laughs> so much emotion yeah. in one note. Yeah. Um, so I definitely need to be more organized with that. But writing things down, it does just really help. Yeah. And it's nice to be like, this is literally just for my eyes. Like sometimes I don't write complete sentences. I don't mm-hmm. put punctuation. I have like circles and boxes. Like it's just whatever. Yeah, I know that there's those books like Burn After Writing. Mm-hmm. And um, so those are really good. Like, um, I think it was in one of my classes or maybe in a workshop that I did out at school when I was out there. Um, and they talked about having different categories for journals. So like having like one kind of like almost like a burn book mm-hmm. where you write down like, you know, if you have like nasty thoughts or like you just like really are so angry and you just want to get it out but then like later you feel bad about it because you're like okay I didn't actually feel that way but I'm just angry right and so they talked about having like a a journal where like you just never look back like you can like um close it off with one of those little like um binder clips yeah like once you're done flip the page close it off with a binder clip and don't look back at it and just leave that feeling in the past but you got it out and then have like a positive journal for like the rest of your stuff but don't like let them mix I like that. Yeah. For me, I just like open a Word doc and just type. Oh, wow. And then just like close out. You're like, (laughs) yeah, no, it actually helps though. That's funny. Our, uh, the very few people who listen on YouTube, then you just saw our action. But if you only listen on anywhere else, then you just heard random aggressive noises that we just made. Insert aggressive noise. Yeah. We we were uh, pretending to type when we were like growling just then. So, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So the last two that I have are to listen to or play music. Yeah. We kind of talked about that. Yeah. And then to seek counseling. It's so important. Therapy is really good. I started, um, with a new therapist this week because mine graduated. We love the student intern rates. <laughs> love the student intern rates. Yeah. That's the other thing too. I don't think people realize this, like therapy is expensive, mm-hmm. but a lot of places they do have interns who because everyone has to intern in order to graduate and so ask try and find a place if you feel like you can't afford therapy try and find a place that has an intern because I know I see my therapist and she's an intern but she's really good and I think I pay $60 whereas I would be paying $130 yeah literally yeah, Jared and I, we have a therapist that we see. And originally we went because there was an issue we needed to work through, like with a third party. Mm-hmm. But like now, and I've seen a few other people talk about this, how like even like couples therapy is stigmatized in mm-hmm. a way. So it's like, oh, like your marriage isn't changed. Yeah, you're but like issues. we go for just like maintenance and like checking right. in. And like we actually like like talking to our therapists. Mm-hmm. Like it's fun. Um, but she's a student. And we get charged $60 for a 50 minute session. And like, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And it's not like they're just like free reign. Like they have supervisors and everything. So like, it's, it's totally safe. Yeah, And like our sessions, she like asked for consent and everything, but like, it's all recorded too. So like, she does have like people check in on it. I don't think they record mine. I've never seen a camera. Oh, but well, um, she, I mean, she was like, it's just like, to help me and like have other eyes on the case and whatever yeah I mean I know I had to record like a video thing one time but anyways yeah. so th- that's the whole point is um <laughs> yeah, sorry about about our um 
there are affordable ways to seek therapy. So, and to seek counseling and it's just yeah. really helpful. And I think that there is less of a stigma around therapy now, but there still is one. And just because you're going to see a therapist doesn't mean that you're crazy or that like right. there's issues. Like it's just good to talk to someone. It is. It is. And like, just like get tips and tools and like, just feel validated. Honestly, mm-hmm. another resource like for more affordable affordable (laughs) affordable therapy is if you're a student I'm pretty sure most campuses have a health center yeah with like either discounted or free services yeah I know at my school it was kind of hard to get in because there was a huge wait list and then yeah that's if you had good insurance then they would refer you to someone in the community so but that was also a small school I have a friend who is seeing a counselor on campus at her school Mm -hmm. and it's free for her and she can go once a week and it's great. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is. So yeah, that is a good idea to seek, Mm -hmm. seek them at your university. Definitely. There are some other tips, um, from very well mind. These are some strategies for how to manage your stress. So, um, they break it down very easily And the first section is short-term or fast-acting strategies. And these can be done anywhere. Like on the spot, something happens, you need a strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, For some examples they gave were like, you're going to be interviewed for a job and you're sitting in the waiting room. Uh, The dog is barking at you to go outside, which I can relate with. Um, Guided imagery. Imagine you're in your happy place, whatever that looks like for you. Mm -hmm. Meditation and breathing. Something about your happy place with my very first therapist that I ever saw in eighth grade, the entire time I was seeing her for like a few months, we were building my happy place. Like That's I cool. would, I would add on things to my happy place. And I specifically remember it was like a tree house and my happy place is different now. So I need to like go through and build it again. But she talked about the importance of building your happy place so that it's a place where you feel comfortable going. And it's a place that is familiar to you. Mm -hmm. And so it's not just like, you know, a lot of people say go to your happy place and it's just like, okay, um, a beach. Where am I happy? Yeah, a beach, literally. Okay, now I'm just walking on a beach. But like, no, your happy place needs to be somewhere that you construct in your mind and somewhere that you build and somewhere that's specific so that you can go there. And it's like somewhere you think of. Right, right. So that that was something interesting that I learned, like build, it takes time to build your happy place. Like when you're laying in bed at night, just like think about like, what would my happy place look like? Like, I'm going to build this. Like we literally would like, she'd be like, okay, what does the couch look like? What are the chairs like? Are there windows? Is there a kitchen? Like literally it was really cool. That's so cool because I'm trying to like, I thought of a beach. Yeah. I think I'm like, I need to like think of something. No, no basic happy places. No basic happy places. No, but honestly my happy, uh, happy, Happy (laughs) my, uh, happy place now includes a beach so like it's not yeah well yeah but it's like unique to you Mm -hmm. honestly that like kind of feels like inception like build your own world literally literally yeah but it is cool I remember I would like lay in bed at night like after the sessions because it'd be on my mind I'd lay in bed at night and just add on more like to my tree house I would add on different levels and different cool features there's like an elevator like all this stuff and it's just like wow cool yeah that's cool yeah so I'm gonna do that Mm mm-hmm the next section is facts, fast acting strategies. And they specifically said like, these work great at home. Um, and by fast acting, it's kind of just like, you get like a boost of serotonin kind of, you mm-hmm. know, uh, like you just feel better. Um, getting a hug, 
aromatherapy. Mm. Like I have an oil blend I gravitate towards that. Like I just stand over my diffuser and mm. sniff, um, creating art. There's also long-term strategies, uh, eating a well-balanced diet. And I put this because I'm very passionate about this. Yes. This includes sweets. You're like, wow. I've never thought about that, but that's true. Yeah. It's like we get cravings and like we, we want to feel good. Like if you eat into a chocolate, yeah. Like you feel good Mm -hmm. if that's what you, your body wants. Yeah. Um, making time for your hobbies and your interests. Very, very important. important. Um, positive self-talk and they specifically mention shifting your mindset. So like shifting the way you talk. So for example, instead of like, Oh, I have to go work out tonight. Try. I have the opportunity to move my body. Oh, and like that just feels like more positive to mm-hmm. me. It does. It's like I do have the opportunity because I'm lucky that my body is able to do this for me. Mm-hmm. Um, another is like I can't stand this. Try maybe like this is a chance for me to practice being patient or right. practice talking nice to myself. You mm-hmm. know. So I really like that one, and I feel like that is a really great long term strategy. Oh, yeah. Just, just more positivity. It's just rewiring the way that you think, honestly. Right. And just being positive. Um, I have a hot take on um, one of your tips or one of the tips that they shared. Yeah, this is very well. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't take credit for this. These actually work <laughs> very well, mine. But what's um, your hot take? My hot take is that doing artwork does not reduce stress for everyone. And everyone always says, go paint, do a craft draw something doing artwork makes me more stressed because I literally suck at it if it's drawing painting anything like that and it makes me more stressed and then makes me upset because I wish I could do it okay I have a few things (laughs) one these are just suggestions (laughs) (laughs) two you don't suck like there's other ways you can be creative so maybe the tip should have been like Find a creative outlet. Yeah. Like for me, um, I'm terrible at drawing and that does make me feel worse about myself and get stressed <laughs> out. But like, I've found ways that I like to create art, create like the diamond art, painting, the diamond painting yeah. paint by numbers. I don't mm. have to draw anything yeah. coloring. I don't have to draw anything. Yeah. I just, I don't really like coloring. I think my creative outlet would be, um, you know, working on creating digital content right. for, for social media or working on some of my other projects. Right. I was going to say like the podcast like is something that I use too. I know mm-hmm. you do as well. Yeah. Yeah. So just finding a way to be creative because everybody does have a creative side, even if you don't think you do. Yeah. I just had to bring that up because literally everyone's always like, go draw something. And like it honestly, like drawing things or like painting things, like trying to do that it makes it puts me in a bad mood Mm -hmm. like it just doesn't make me feel happy or excited like it makes other people feel like it just makes me grumpy right because you feel bad about yourself yeah yeah (laughs) I I mean I feel the same way yeah so those are good though I I do really like those I like the the different categories that you definitely there's a couple more okay I'm sorry (laughs) like moving on don't cut me off (laughs) um expressing gratitude I need to be better at Mm -hmm. um exercising and being active like they um we mentioned that with the mayo clinic tips but like this is a great strategy for long-term stress reduction and management right so now for the last part of the episode we're going to just give some examples of what we do in Mm -hmm. our lives like reduce stress and just kind of feel better Mm -hmm. do you want to go first yeah 
So it's actually funny because um, I put mine down right before we started recording and I put down laugh as a joke and I thought you were going to see it and like think it was funny, but turns out it's actually a temporary stress. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because I was like, wait, I was actually right. Like it does reduce yeah. stress because um, I took it off because I was like, no, that's dumb. But no, it's not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But my actual tips are what I do to try to reduce stress is to try to keep a routine. And um, it's important to adapt day by day. But mm-hmm. I just like to have a general schedule of like what I'm doing. And now that I'm back in school, honestly, like since I've been doing the podcast, but like working school, the podcast, the other podcasts that I have, like, it's a lot. And I think like historically people think I'm just like not an organized person, but in the past like year, I actually have gotten like really organized and I'm like, I get stressed if I'm not organized, it's in a different way than it is for other people, but I'm actually like a really organized person. And so sometimes I get stressed if I'm like, okay, I want to stick to this routine, but then I like wake up a little later that day or I, I, you know, just like different things. I just try to not get upset with myself because I realized like, okay, maybe my body needed to sleep more that day and I'm still going to do everything else on my routine and have a super productive day. Right. You have found your own organization system and it works. Mm-hmm. It works really well. And on the note of like adapting, that is important because a lot of people, including myself, like, it's like, all right, I'm going to wake up, do this, 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 this. And it's like such a long thing. Mm-hmm. And like you bombard yourself before you even get up and start the day. And so it is important to like look at each day differently. Mm-hmm. I really like that advice. Yeah. So that is one thing I do to reduce stress. It just keeps me organized. Um, I also focus my energy on the different projects that I have going on. Um, that just really helps me because it gives a creative outlet. Exactly right. what you're talking about. Um, another thing I like to do, I try and do yoga every night or stretch and my yoga, I'll do it for like 10 minutes. It's not some, I do like two sun salutations and then I stretch a little bit more and then I'm done. But even if I just get down on the ground for five minutes and stretch before bed and have some music on, like that feels so good. So good. And that is part of my physical activity for the day. Just moving, stretching, you know, being intentional about my thoughts while I'm doing that. So right. It's kind of like meditation too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my last one that I do is I listen to classical piano music. I've been doing this for a few weeks now. And I have this playlist that is just like really beautiful uh, piano songs. And it's not it's just piano because piano is so soothing to me. Yeah, it's really and so it's not really like classical music. It's just like piano like by itself. And it just makes me feel like so much comfort. And sometimes like, cause I work from home. And so I like listen to podcasts or musics or <laughs> musics or music all day when I'm not on meetings and I'm doing other stuff. And sometimes I'm just like, okay, I'm bored of my music. And then it like, I'm stressed out cause I want to listen to good music, but then it's like, I don't want to focus on finding a good song or a right. good playlist. And so then I started putting on classical piano music. It locks my focus in and it's just so soothing. I love that because mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Like, I mean, I drive all day for work. Mm-hmm. So it's like constantly listening to podcasts. And mm-hmm. sometimes I literally get burnt out by it. Like, yeah. I love podcasts, but it's just too much. Mm-hmm. Music, it, it's just sometimes it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm studying, I do beats, which I love. Yeah, kind same. of the same idea. Yeah, I agree. And 
it just gets overwhelming sometimes to always have like in the background some someone talking about different yeah. subjects and then music going and words and all this stuff like it's just so relaxing it's to just it, it's overstimulating yeah. honestly and then when I'm like looking at a computer screen planning content all day it's like so much and so it's just nice to turn on classical music and that's what I turn on when I do my homework and then when I work if I'm like getting overwhelmed and it, it's so nice so nice and then I just like keep it on when I'm getting ready for bed and it's just mm-hmm. on the Alexa in the background and it is so soothing yeah so those are my tips I love that I have a few. Um, I already mentioned my journaling that I do. Mm-hmm. And something that I've been better at is like taking deep breaths throughout the day. Um, even when I'm not feeling anxious, mm-hmm. just like stopping for a minute and just taking three deep breaths. When I was in EMT school before we would like, we had to do like skills pass offs and everything right. and it would get stressful. And my teacher, she was kind of mean, but um, she did teach me this before we would go in to do a skill assessment, she would be like, take a tactical breath and like breathe in and out. And she would breathe in and out with us once. And that was our tactical breath. And then she'd be like, okay, go. And I like, there's that. just such power in taking a tactical breath. There is. It's a reset. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That extra O2 to the brain. Right. <laughs> um, cleaning, like literally, this is like kind of toxic of me or not toxic, but it's like, it's like a red flag of mine. <laughs> I think Jared would agree. <laughs> But, like, I freak out sometimes if the house isn't clean. Like, mm-hmm. I it has to be clean so I can study and mm-hmm. I can, you know, like, proceed with my day. Yeah. But I'm kind of getting better at, like, it doesn't need my attention right now. Mm-hmm. It can wait. Um, and But, like, sometimes the cleaning itself actually helps me. Oh, yeah. It, like, resets me. I can put on a podcast I love, watch a YouTuber that I love. Right now, I really love Bailey Sarian. I was listening to her podcast. Uh, she has a podcast? Yeah. Oh. Wow. Yeah. I love watching her on YouTube. I don't know. But, like, just, like, doing something I love mm-hmm. and cleaning. Um, I love coloring. I love taking care of my plants. Oh, you are oh, a plant It's so therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. Walking. And then when I fall asleep, uh, I can't sleep anymore unless I have brain sounds on. Oh, so kind of bad but you've been conditioned I've been conditioned um the fans on I have two blankets I have my rain sounds my diffuser wow (laughs) Ozzy right next to me good for you um but yeah anyway so the like relaxing sounds Mm -hmm. is nice yeah I went through a a phase of like three weeks when um Apple updated their whole system and there was like you could put rain sounds on in the background um and so I went through a phase for a few weeks where I had to fall asleep listening to white noise Mm -hmm. and now I don't but it is just so soothing do you sleep with the fan on no I sleep in silence (gasps) oh that's my worst nightmare why I'm terrified of like a ghost standing over me or like hearing something I would rather just like sleep in oblivion (laughs) (laughs) no I just sleep in silence and uh Uh -uh. well I'm glad you can do that yeah so well, those are our tips for reducing stress. Again, after a heavy episode last week, we just wanted to highlight how you can just do something good for yourself mentally yeah. and focus on your mental health. We're going definitely. We're in, I was going to say we're going into a new year, but we are in a new year, and it's 2022. Let's focus on what's good for us and let's focus on what's healthy and use some of these tips to reduce stress in your life yeah hopefully you found you heard some tips that you can use I feel like there should be at least one for everybody yeah so uh, send us your tips too Mm -hmm. we'd love to hear them we'd love to hear them yeah all right thanks for listening everyone we'll talk to you guys next week bye
Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and please rate and review this podcast wherever you're listening right now. And go follow us on Instagram. You can find us at Real Talk About Feminism and you can find us on all of our other platforms if you click the link in our Instagram bio. Thank you guys so much for listening to Real Talk About Feminism.